Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to Camo X at your service. Brad Young in with you this evening. 314-436-7900. I've had a veritable plethora of interesting text messages this evening. Uh, some, some of them I'm not, not really sure I understand. Some of them are not FCC appropriate. Others are extremely insightful. So uh, anytime you like to call or text, 314 436 7,900. Think about, and I'm going to get to a, a, a study that was done in New York and in the, some of the northeastern states, but think about what it is you are afraid of. What are you afraid of? And, of course, some of the top things that folks are afraid of, uh, a fear of, fi- of flying. I think that's called aerophobia, a fear of germs, which we're, we're seeing a lot more of that today, people who are afraid of germs. Uh, claustrophobia, that's the classic, fear of small places. Also, another common fear uh, is agoraphobia, the fear of open or crowded spaces, and uh, even a fear of snakes or a fear of heights. So before I get to the result of the study, uh, I'm going to pick on uh, Matt Pajeski again, board operator extraordinaire. And Matt, any one thing that you are afraid of, like snakes or something? Uh, not snakes. I'm not a huge fan of spiders, to be honest, or really any bug for that. Arachnophobia. Yeah, I guess you could say that. But if it comes down to it and i got to kill a bug or kill a spider, I'll do it, but I'm not going <laughs> to like it. <laughs> well, you would like my dog. I've got a black lab who, uh, like most dogs, uh, the, the squirrel is their mortal enemy, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they were born to destroy squirrels. Mm-hmm. But to, but secondly, and I'm talking about an extremely close second for my black lab, are, are flying bugs. Wow. And if there's a bug and if there's something flying in the house, she goes nuts. And I have literally seen her, as a bug is flying, do like a flying leap and snatch the bug with her mouth and catch it and swallow it. I need to train my dog how to do that. That should oh, be a trick that you should be able to train I, all your dogs. I wish I could. It's amazing. You know, you've seen those things where the dogs catch frisbees, mm-hmm. and my dog's great at catching frisbees or uh, or tennis balls. But the first time I saw her snatch a bug out of the air, I'm like, whoa. Wow. Now, that, that, 
Now, that's actually something useful for a dog to do. Your dog could be like the canine unit of a exterminator company or yeah, something like that. Exactly. Uh, yeah, we uh, uh, ought to think up with a catchy phrase for that. But according to a story, and I want to see if this impacts you at all, Matt, but according to a study that just came out here uh, in the New York area, uh, the greatest fear of folks who live in urban areas is what's called nomophobia or no mobile phobia, the oh. fear of losing your cell phone. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm scared of being like disconnected where like maybe I'm in a situation where I need to get a hold of somebody and I can't. I, I can see that, but just not having the phone on me is, I guess, you know, it's not a huge deal to me. But like I said, the, the, the feeling of being disconnected from, you know, right. in the case of emergency, I can I can survive without social media and stuff like that. I don't care about. But but have you seen have you seen folks your age who are just if they didn't have their cell phone on them, they'd be breaking out in sweats. Oh yeah, yeah. I I have too. I've seen that. My my kids are that way. If they're if they can't find their phone, they're panicked. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I, I I might have missed some sort of tweet that somebody sent. Well, whoop de freaking do. <laughs> you know, I don't. care. Care about that I, nowadays too, but like you've got everything on your phone, your entire life. Yes, you've got your entire life is on your you know phone. your your bank. You know you can yep. pay bills on your phone. Um, your Apple Wallet. You know you've got credit sure. cards on that. Um, you know your social media. You know people if people have access to that, they can pretend they're you. They can say things to your friends. They th- say things about you that aren't true. So yeah, I, I guess I do get it. There's a lot at risk there if you lose something like that. But I, I just find it interesting. What would our grandparents or great grandparents think uh, it, it, that it we're terrified of being disconnected all the time, or being fear of not being connected all the time? And of course, that device is through the phone. Uh, but it doesn't really compare with some of these other fears. But yet, we see it every single day, don't we? Yeah, we really do. Yeah, it's interesting in uh, in in New York City. It was listed as the number one of all fears and on a survey. What happened to, like, death or yeah. public speaking? You know? <laughs> well, I mean, all those are on the list, but fear of being phoneless, of being, and, and I guess incorporated within that is being disconnected. I think that's yeah. the greater psychological concept yeah. is that you're, you're disconnected from those who you're connected with via you know, digital. You're digitally connected with people. Sure. Uh, and uh, and that was listed as the as the number one fear. It was also the number one fear uh, in New Jersey. Uh, it was the number one fear in Boston. Uh, was being phoneless. Now this was a this was just done in an urban center, uh, but fifty three percent found they suffered extreme anxiety when separated from their phones. And in the survey, in some of the survey uh, responses, people said. They likened it to the stress of wedding day jitters when they were separated from their phone. That, to me, seems a little extreme. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, personally, I guess I would feel part of that if I lost my phone just not knowing, A, where it is, B, who may be in possession of it that may want to do harm to it or, or whatever. Uh, although I feel pretty confident now that with, you know, the, the passwords oh, yeah. and, and two-factor authentic sure. whatever, you know, that you've got set up. Feel like you're probably safe if something happens to it for a short amount of time. Worst case scenario, you contact your provider and they digitally, remotely turn off the phone and scrub it. Yeah, I mean, that's not it's not hard to do. I'm more worried about losing my wallet. Like that's yes. way again. I guess your wallet's on your phone too, but that's that, to me that's way more valuable than than the phone. 
Yeah, it, it is. Uh, uh, but, of course, as you've already mentioned with Apple Pay or whatever, everything that's tied up with you financially and otherwise is all in our phones and, and these little devices that, that we we drop and we misplace. And some people apparently uh, drop them in the toilet, which to me sounds very disgusting. Yeah. Uh, but but, but it, does, it does happen. But we talk about these phobias, and that's leading me into the next guest we're going to have after the break. We're going to talk to a child psychologist about how the war in, in Ukraine, which is constantly in the news, it's constantly on television, there's nothing better for television than, than showing things blowing up. And we're seeing that as opposed to in movies that are fake, we're seeing it in real life. We're seeing families destroyed, impacted, and killed. How does that impact our children? How does that impact our grandchildren? Again, we're going to talk to a child psychologist right after this at your service on KMOX. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to At Your Service on X. And uh, as I mentioned before the break, every day we see uh, that the war is the top headline in the news. We hear it described. We see it portrayed. We see video. And now with social media, it's, it's instantaneous. We're seeing destruction and death happen, and we're just dealing with it very casually. 
But how do we talk to our children and grandchildren about such a complex and emotionally disturbing topic like war? So joining us this evening is Dr. Dean Beckloff. He's a licensed professional counselor and a trained play therapist for children who specializes in family counseling and parenting, really to address emotional and behavioral issues. Dr. Beckloff, thanks for joining us this evening on X. Hey, it's good to be with you, and you're in one of my favorite cities. Really? How's that? What, what's so great about St. Louis? Oh my word! It's I mean, so I'm, I'm I'm giving you a <laughs> I, I'm giving you a slow pitch because I think it's a it's the greatest city ever. But uh, what do you like I, about St. Louis? I, I love it, and I love the history there, and I love the uh, there's the old train station that's been redone. And Union it's Station, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely. Love it. Excellent. Yeah. Well, if you ever make it over here, I'll buy you lunch. All uh, right. But, <laughs> but, I'll, but, I'll do it. Yeah, well, especially at the prices of uh, beef these days, uh, that that uh, that commitment's getting more and more expensive. But, yeah, uh, but Doctor, generally speaking, we often think that, and I've heard this said, that children are just smaller versions of adults. But why is that not true? Well, they're not, you know, they're now, are they intrigued by the adult world? Yes. I remember as a, as a little kid wanting to know what was happening and listening in. And then my parents would send me out of room when I was listening in and I shouldn't have been and all of that. But no, they're not young adults. They're, they're not adults. They're uh, kids who have feelings, of course, but they don't know what to do with them. And they certainly don't know how to understand them. And so, you know, with the current situation, that's really hard, particularly for younger kids. Now, I was talking today with a teenager today, and he wanted to talk about what's going on in Ukraine. You know, he's 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 hearing about it and hearing about it from friends and uh, even hearing about it from teachers. So he's wanting to know what's happening, and he thinks he knows what's happening, too, at 17. Well, and this is the reason why I wanted to talk to you about this topic, uh, Dr. Beckloff, because in my day job as a practicing attorney, I often deal with cases involving PTSD, people who are filing lawsuits alleging psychological trauma, cognitive impairment, and so forth. Uh, And yet, so I I understand the concept of uh, the difference between different emotional stressors. But how do emotional stressors impact children differently than the way emotional stressors uh, impact adults? A lot of that's going to be dependent on the development of the kid. And I know that probably makes a lot of sense to you. I mean, younger kids, they're, they're going to need simpler discussions. Uh, you know, it, with anyone, you, me, teenagers, young kids, the first step is always to listen and to listen carefully. And, and one of the things I, should, I wanted to do with this young man that I was talking to today is find out what he does know. And the same thing is true for, for younger kids. Now, if a, if a young child is somewhat oblivious to it, we don't need to open the can of worms. There's no reason to. But if you have a young child coming up to you and talking about what's going on, then that's number one is listen. I remember when, now I'm pretty old, so I was scared when I heard about the Vietnam War and people going over there, and I talked to my parents about it. I don't remember what they said, but I do remember that they listened. Mm-hmm. And that is the takeaway for all of us. 
Right, because when a child hears about this, as opposed to, say, a video game that a kid might be able to understand that is make-believe and not real, but when they're right. seeing something new, like uh, in the news, rather, that is that is real, that's happening, that people are dying, doesn't that create a sense of vulnerability and a, a, a fear in children in terms of of something like this might actually happen to me, and, and how am I going to be protected from that? You bet. And that... You, I think you just hit it right there. Number one and key for kids is safety. Am I safe? And am I going to be safe? And what about security? And so I think for younger ones, it doesn't need to be long and drawn out. It's just that, hey, this is why we have policemen and police mm-hmm. women. And we have armies. And we have the Navy. Those are all about keeping us safe and also other countries safe, too, honey. I mean, the U.S. is helping a lot of people to stay safe. That's what we're doing. And that can be really helpful for younger kids. Now, when you get into preteen kids, uh, older elementary, high school students, that's where you're going to want to know what do they know and maybe even where they heard it from. Exactly. If they're getting their information from TikTok, they may need a little bit more. Yeah, my uh, uh, my youngest daughter, doctor, is a freshman in college this year. I have three daughters, oh, wow. so pray for me. But, um, but, but, but <laughs> I have two. There I you go. Two. You and understand. You understand. So, but they're but, married. I got grandkids. Wow. Well, <laughs> uh, you're you're a little ahead of me on, in that regard. But my youngest just started college. But when she was younger. She would tell me all of these factoids, and I would always say, "Come on, are you getting that from TikTok? Are you getting that from BuzzFeed? That that doesn't that that's not real." Uh, and then and then later in life, and in fact, even recently, when she was telling me something, and she said, "Well, Dad, I did not read this on BuzzFeed. It's real." So yeah, it, it is important to find out the sources. But uh, uh, but one of the things you mentioned talking about reassuring younger children or grandchildren about being safe should that be the focus? If these younger children bring up what they're seeing, bring up what they're hearing, or bring up what they're hearing adults talk about, should focusing on that security issue be the focal point for parents and grandparents? Absolutely. First, as I said before, listen. Help them to realize you've heard them, but and and that's going to take a weight off. You know that that just takes a load off the chest. But then number two, we're secure, we're safe, and that's really the question that's at the heart for everybody, really, but particularly for young children. And you know what? They really depend on us. And if we as parents are using our voice to say you're fine and we're going to be fine. That's very helpful. But, you know, the the TV, man, you know, that's bringing the war right into our living room. So obviously another thing is be careful. I mean, a lot of us are news junkies and I love watching the news. But when we've got especially younger children, we don't need to be having it on 24 mm-hmm. seven, probably put them to bed and then get your news. Uh, we don't need to be filling it up uh, over and over again, because a lot of the news is also going to be about anxiety and yes. fear. Yes, lots lots of things. Uh, we only have about uh, a minute or two left here. We're talking to Dr. Dean Beckloff, and, uh, and I know this is probably an hour-long TED Talk here, but just yeah. generally speaking, one of the things that I see uh, is younger and younger kids 
playing on phones, on on electronic devices, on tablets. And a lot of times I see even young, very young children scrolling through social media. As a as a general proposition, can't the 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 uh, the negative parts of social media have a true truly detrimental effect on younger children? Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's disheartening, you know. Uh, and they're growing up with that. That's that's how their brain is being shaped and molded. So yes. And then, and then when you talk about gaming, I mean, I'm my first experience with a game was called Pong, and it was I played in Pong. College. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it was in college, and uh, you know, you get sixteen lives. Well, yeah, no, this is something quite different, and I think that's where parents coming in, especially with our older kids and teenagers, and Asking questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get out the map. Look at oh, Ukraine. Perfect. And, and, and let's talk also about what some of the issues are. What do you think the issues are for Ukraine? What do you think the issues are for the U.S.? Uh, you know, helping them to do some deeper thinking. Mm-hmm. And, and what about freedom? Is that important? And what about democracy? You know, all of that can be looked at. One real quick thing I want to put, put a plug in is, most kids want to help out, even young kids. My my youngest daughter, when 9-11 happened, she wanted to go all around the neighborhood collect money for people in New York City. Well, that is at the heart. So even mm-hmm. talking about what can we as a family do, is there something that we can do to contribute? Mm-hmm. That yes. is something that will be very beneficial to our kids. Well, tell us, Doctor, uh, before we take a break here and, and let you go, tell us about the Beckloff Behavioral Health Center. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, it, it's a family counseling family. We work with, uh, you're an you're attorney, I work with a lot of attorneys and judges and family law, of course. And then we also do a lot of work with teenagers, with, with young children, play therapy, as you mentioned, uh, kind of targeting the entire family. And if folks want more information on that, Doctor, how can they find you online? It is www.drbeckloff.com, D-R-B-E-C-K-L-O-F-F.com. Dr. Beckloff, Dr. Dean Beckloff, hey, thanks so much for joining us this evening. Uh, You're addressing a fabulous topic, and I appreciate you being available tonight. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Hey, we're going to take a break. After this break, uh, we're going to open the phones up on this topic or Again, the other topics we're talking about tonight, 314-436-7900 at your service. We'll be right back. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well as the spacious palisade enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with america's best warranty and three years or thirty-six thousand miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to fifteen hundred bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to At Your Service, covering all the topics of the day and uh, oftentimes a lot of topics that aren't being covered. And we've got some news stories that we'll be uh, getting to here in the next few minutes that that don't make it to the top of the headline news, but that doesn't mean they're not still important. But first, I want to get to the phones Larry's been holding. Hey, Larry, welcome to KMOX. Good evening, Brad. Good evening, sir. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. It's great to hear you. So... Are you an advocate of uh, Wikipedia? Well, that's a loaded question. Uh, what I'm not. Think, go ahead. Do you think that? Do you think it's substantial? Well, I think that Wikipedia is a, a decent place for general knowledge. The problem is, is that the online editors of Wikipedia typically skew uh, anything towards the left. And I think a lot of times uh, conservative voices are not heard uh, on Wikipedia entries because of the editors. So I've given, given that, yeah, I think it's a good first start to, for okay, finding so here, information. Why is that? So here, here's my question. And I have two quick points. First of all, I, I uh, went to Wikipedia, Joe Biden. So in 2009, which is what, 13 years ago, mm-hmm. His income was $27,012. That's what they had. <laughs> sure it was. Right. But, but, but listen to this. Now, in 2020, which is two years ago, his income was $9 million. And they said that the increase was due to speaking engagements. Speaking engagements. Who would pay him to speak anywhere? Anywhere. <laughs> Well, he was I, under the he was in the Obama administration, probably cutting all kind of good deals. That's where he made the money at. I, I think the the American Dementia Society might want to have him there, there as, a, as a speaker. But but there there's a lot of uh, and, and I've uh, I'm somewhat familiar with this, Larry, but uh, not necessarily personally. But there is a what's called a mashed potato circuit out there uh, where folks can earn. Three hundred, five hundred thousand dollars a speech. I know Jay Leno when he does corporate events, he gets paid a half a million dollars for one speech in an evening. And, and I can imagine that when you're the vice president, uh, that there would be speaking engagements where people would want you to speak, because during the Trump years, 
Uh, if you are a left-leaning or a, a very left, far left-leaning corporation, you're going to want Joe Biden to come and speak. So I don't know that that's necessarily wrong. The real question is, and this is certainly true with whether it's Biden or whether it's Nancy Pelosi, is how is it that their spouses are always multimillionaires and it always has something to do, usually has something to do with their outside interests that give them government income? That's the real right. question. Nancy Pelosi's husband is a multi-multi-millionaire, and it's always from government contracts. Um, secondly, when we were going through this thing with Afghanistan, when the 13 soldiers were killed, we left a lot of military equipment in Afghanistan. Yes, we did. Why? So Trump warned in 2018 or 2019 that, that uh, Ukraine was going to be under attack. He said it in a speech. I saw the speech on Newsmax. So why wasn't why weren't those arms? Why didn't the alert go off? Why weren't those arms moved from Afghanistan into the Ukraine instead of just leaving there to sit and rust? Well, I, I can tell you what the official story would be, and then I'll tell you what I think the real answer is. The, the okay. official answer, Larry, would be that because I've heard I've heard this official answer given during the withdrawal from Afghanistan, that it, the materials and equipment that were left there were done so because it would cost more to get them out than what the equipment was worth. Now, I don't believe that, but that's the story, that's the official story that was given. Now, the reason why I think that more material wasn't shipped into uh, Ukraine before this happened is because the left, for the last, my goodness, more than a decade— has been trying to sell us a bill of goods that Russia was our friend. All right, go back and watch the 2012 debate between Barack Obama and Mitt Romney. The, 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 the two candidates were asked, what's the greatest threat to this country? And Mitt Romney said Russia, and he was mocked. He was mocked and ridiculed right. because the Obama administration said, no, Russia is our friend. And Hillary Clinton made the famous line of saying that we're doing a reset on Russia. Russia is our friend. Russia is a close trading partner. We don't have anything to fear from Russia. That's what we've been told for the past 10 years. And so the Democrats would not move any arms uh, into and materials into Ukraine because from their perspective, Russia was a friend. You know, the military doesn't move that equipment. Those those are like contracts like Halliburton and I think Crane, Jim Crane, the owner of the Astros, I think he has a contract. He had a contract uh, written up with Obama where he, he did a lot of moving of equipment over there. So just for to say the Democrats would move the equipment, I, I think that's a little blasé. I think they have people... Oh, I wasn't out. saying the Democrats would be moving it, Larry. What oh, I was suggesting no, no, no. is, I, I know what you meant. Is that if uh, from from the official line, if a piece of equipment costs uh, five million dollars, then it would be more expensive logistically to move it out of Afghanistan than it would be just to leave it there. And right. so that was the official line. Now I don't believe that. Look at the cost of military equipment; it's outrageous. It's it's extraordinary. And so I can't envision any circumstances other than maybe small arms uh, that would be worth leaving and abandoning. And that equipment, frankly, is now being controlled by the Taliban. It's being controlled by people right. who are uh, who are lined against the United States, against capitalism, against Christianity, against uh, the values that we hold dear. We've essentially 
uh, given them all the weapons to fight us. So do you think this administration is all about crashing the middle class? That's what I see. That's what I see going on right now. Okay. Well, let me answer it this way, Larry. I don't think that that's the desire is to crash the middle class. I think that's the result of their policies is to crash the middle class. Here's why. In 2020 and in 2021, I just read this today, Larry, 61% of Americans did not pay taxes. For all of the taxes paid in the United States were paid by 39% of Americans. And so what, what the, I think what the unintentional consequences of some of the Biden policies have been, certainly some of the bills that thankfully didn't get passed, like the Build Back Better plan, is to, is to create such a shift of income into the so-called lower class of Americans that the, it essentially then would prevent middle class from moving up. And when you put a lower class person and you shackle them to government benefits, they're never going to go out and start businesses, earn income on their own. They're going to be shackled to those government benefits. Uh-huh. And at that point, you prevent them from going into the middle class and you keep them pushed into the lower class for the remainder of their lives. So, so you, do, you cons- do you consider that anti-capitalism? Well, yes, it's very, exactly. anti- it's, it's very anti-capitalism because essentially when you move to the position where the government wants to not only control the resources, but as we've seen during the Biden administration, they want to control what tech companies do. They want to control what we say online. They want to control the flow of information. The government wants to dictate what's true and what's not true. And my goodness, that looks a lot like China. Yep, and I agree. I thank you for the good comments. All right, Larry. Appreciate as always your calls. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And and I mentioned this idea of controlling what we say and controlling what we think. Here here's some evidence of that. Here's exactly what I'm talking about, and that is the Surgeon General of the United States just uh, earlier this week, Surgeon General uh, Dr. Vivek Murthy. He sent a formal request to major tech companies demanding data on what he called, quote, misinformation, unquote, as well as the demographics of people who they claim are being misled by information online. When the Surgeon General says misled, what do you think he means? He means anything that goes against the party line. He means For example, at one point, the government was saying if you articulated online that COVID-19 came out of a leaked lab in Wuhan, China, then that's misinformation and you should be banned from social media. Whereas today, I think the leading consensus is, is that that's where COVID came from. It leaked from a lab in Wuhan, China. So here's someone trying to assert the truth. And the Surgeon General of the United States wants to prevent the discussion, to prevent the open market of free ideas, the free flow of ideas in the marketplace of ideas. The Surgeon General wants to stop that. Now, I've been on the receiving end of this. I've said things on air which are true and accurate, and I've been flagged and taken off of uh, when I've done a rebroadcast of programs on YouTube They've been removed from YouTube because I had the goal to say things like evidence shows that masks offer very little protection against COVID-19, which is following the science. 
And I've been removed from YouTube for saying things like that. So when you look at a government that wants to control how the tech companies disseminate information, that, my friends, is, is the next step towards totalitarianism. And it's scary. We should be moving towards the open, the freedom of ideas, the freedom of thought. We debate topics and ideas. That's what we should be doing, not restricting them, not restricting them. And yet that's what this administration wants to do. 314-436-7900. Call or text. We've got one more segment here on At Your Service. Don't go away. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I got to tell you, I love the texts I get on the text line. 314-436-7900. Getting some fascinating texts this evening. Um, trying to kind of uh, consolidate some of these texts into one kind of message is that at least some of you out there are, are as upset as I am over the government's attempt to control our speech. And it is control. It is upsetting. It's frustrating. And to me, when the frustration comes, not just because it's happening, but because those who are trying to curtail our speech don't understand the harm that comes from curtailing free speech. And they don't understand the benefits of having a free flow of ideas. And, and, and I mention this because... One of the uh, one of the bills that we're seeing right now that's going to that's being discussed in the House of Representatives, and also in the Senate. There's a Senate version, and the senator who's supporting this bill is Senator Amy Klobuchar. Now, nobody heard of Amy Klobuchar from Minnesota. Nobody heard of her until she ran for the presidency, and she was kind of mocked on Saturday Night Live because she came across as as a PTA mom, and so. It, she got notoriety from that. And what I don't like is that she's parlaying that notoriety into doing things that are truly anti-American. So she has sponsored a bill in the Senate. It's, it's euphemistically called the Nudge Act, N-U-D-G-E, the Nudge Act. And it stands for Nudging Users to Drive Good Experiences on Social Media. Now, who cooked up that title? That, that's like the worst title of a bill ever. And I, it's way too long. It's way too confusing. And it's, it's not sexy in any way. So I don't think this bill is going to go anywhere. But it does show the ideas that are in our capital, in the U.S. Capitol. This bill would mandate that social media platforms use, and the term that's in this bill is... Um, it's uh, arithmetic algorithms to control what people say on social media. And it's all in the intent of all of this is to censor speech that the government thinks is invalid, to, to censor speech that the government labels as misinformation. Now, I'll be the first to tell you. I'll be the first to tell you that if you read on social media, and Matt Pajeski and I were just talking about this during the break, if you read on social media that the COVID vaccine is going to have a tracer so the government can follow you when you go to the liquor store, 
you're just mistaken. The, the government doesn't, first of all, they don't care if you're going to the liquor store. And secondly, the COVID vaccine does not have a tracer in it, okay? You've watched too much Mission Impossible if you think that it does. Uh, I, I, I Listen, I'm fully vaxxed. I'm boosted. And I'll be in line to get a vaccine every year. It's not going to grow two-headed babies. And it's not going to result in any alien abductions, okay? But having said that, having said that, it's not the government's place to monitor the press and the media and determine what's true and what's not true. That is not the government's job, even if that's a problem, even if you suggest that this is an issue. Folks, we never want the government telling us and controlling what is true and what is not true. And the greatest source authority that I can go to to show you why that's a bad idea, read 1984 by George Orwell. I, I reread that book again about it was pre-COVID. It was probably 2019 when I reread 19 or eight, uh, 1984 by George Orwell. First of all, th- th- that was the first time I had read that book since probably college. And I'd forgotten how much sex there was in that book. <laughs> they were trying to get away from the government censors for a lot more than just freedom of speech, I'll tell you that. But the point is, and the point that George Orwell drove home, is that as you have an authoritarian government that becomes more and more controlling, the last thing that they want to control is freedom of thought. And the way that freedom of thought is controlled is by controlling speech. And what you're seeing now are these attempts to control speech, and it's troubling. So even if there is false information, which we know there is, in fact, I would probably suggest that the majority of information you see on a on social media is probably wrong. Uh, but the point is, is that it's your job to read this and have your bovine excrement meter go off and say that that's not true. That's great. That's what it's supposed to do. It's not the government's job to tell you it's false because the government will tell you information is false that they don't want you to hear. For example, just last year, just last year, a group of senators and congresspeople in Congress, of course, they were all Democrats, they sent a letter to AT&T advocating that they dump Fox News off of AT&T. Now, never mind the fact that Fox News, far and away, is the highest rated, highest viewed, most popular news channel on television. By a large margin. It's not even close. And yet, Democrat senators and congresspeople don't want you to see Fox News. They don't want you to see it. And to me, that's troubling. Because that's an attempt to impact how you think. That's not an attempt to protect you from disinformation. It's an attempt to sway the future elections in their favor. And folks, that's scary. And as long as these people in Congress are doing this, I will bring it to your attention right here on At Your Service, because that's what I do. Brad Young, At Your Service. Hey, I'll be in uh, next Wednesday evening from 8 to 10. And stick around for the Dave Glover Show next on KMOX. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, 
and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.